0: Dear listener, it's Monday morning, the dreaded beginning of the work week. And Matt and I have some advice for you to make it through the next five days on this mini episode of The Working Experience. Enjoy.
1: The Working Experience <laughs> 93 North is almost at a standstill. It's a rough one out there this morning, snow and sleet. There is no service on there. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Uh, yeah, folks. We're gonna be a few minutes. We have train traffic ahead of us. We should be moving shortly. John, need that report ASAP. Where
0: are we on that presentation?
1: Dan, HR wants to see it. Did you return that email yet? We have a team meeting at ten. To stay late, Bob. Teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> They're moving in a different direction. And after the meeting, we'll have a breakout session. Where are my hot eight. pockets? This microwave is disgusting. Oh, uh, uh, what's that? He was wow. Nail-biting, toenails, at the desk. <laughs> I can't. I can't take it I can't, I can't take it I can't. I can't. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Working Experience Podcast. It's Maddie Kay.
0: And John, and welcome on this last Monday in September.
1: Time to get up and go to work, everybody. Check off the cobwebs.
0: Wake up, burn beep beep
1: beep <laughs> is, is that the uh, the signal to get up pretty much the alarm eh, eh, eh. do you still use an alarm do you, have, do you set uh,
0: i i don't uh-huh. i actually do not use an alarm at all i just get up naturally at about 5 a.m
1: you just spring up loaded for bed i'm ready i'm ready (laughs) i can
0: barely hold in my contain my excitement to get up for the next day
1: fists clenched (laughs) just just spraying out of bed yeah
0: i um i will do i will use like my iphone alarm if like i've got to catch like a really early flight or something like that but um i i mean i can't remember the last time i slept past six a six a.m i just i just get up that is if i'm you know if I if I do something stupid, if I go out late, then all bets are off.
1: Yeah, I, I always set an alarm. It's just sort of my uh, ritual, I suppose. But I usually get up before the alarm. I'll set it for five, but I usually wake up earlier than that. So, uh,
0: I mean, I actually would advise all our listeners to set... Like, I don't know, 50 to 70 alarms daily (laughs) just for everything. Keep pinging you. (laughs) Pinging you, yeah. I got to eat like my... My breakfast, my mid-morning snack, my yeah. cup of coffee. Got to remember to go to the bathroom. Just my phone is always buzzing and beeping.
1: <laughs> I have to remember to eat my uh, nine almonds, not eight or ten. Nine, because that's my Nine, yeah. That's my diet. And my diet. I, I
0: think your alarm should go off for every almond. Yeah. Bing. So if you're going <laughs> to eat eight, it's a Bing.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to chew. I'm behind schedule. I gotta chew faster, more productively. Let's go get it down. Got a meeting.
0: Schedule. That's what that's what it's all about. Start of the week work week. What's the schedule? Uh, that's right. That's what do right. I what do I got going on? The, what am I hustling for?
1: The calendar. The calendar. I'm constantly getting reminders at work emails about, you know, that we have this meeting in an hour. I was <laughs> supposed to fill out a form. I'm like, oh my god, what? Again?
0: Holy yeah, I'm always I'm always trying to impress people with my calendar too. I'm always whipping it out and be like, oh Jesus, I got a two p.m. conference call with Spielberg, which is a total lie.
1: <laughs> right. I'm just
0: just throwing out these big names.
1: You're out there at uh, everybody else is busy at the cookout. You're walking around the perimeter of the yard on your phone, loudly having a conference call with God knows who. <laughs> exactly or I, i've scheduled,
0: i've scheduled it my uh during my son's birthday party Sunday <laughs> at two p m hey, trying to squeeze in a little business let's
1: go let's go i gotta you know I don't have time for small talk you know what I've noticed people really do even in their social life they really have uh like being busy is a badge of honor. Like oh, oh
0: yeah, I wear it like a medal,
1: Matt. You know, just Saturday oh, I'm always Sunday. busy. Yeah.
0: Oh, what's John? Oh, I, I can't even. <laughs> I don't have time to tell you what's on my calendar.
1: I uh, remember being at someone's party. Maybe it was a Christmas party. This is a long time ago, but I just remember everyone there. It was like maybe three, four years out of college. Some people were married. Some people were engaged. Blah. blah. There was a lot of couples. And they were like competing for how busy they were going to be that the next like month. Just I remember this one woman was like, "Was
0: I one of the ones that was competing for the Busy Bee title?" Uh,
1: no, but you know some of the people who were there. Um, oh, okay. And I remember this woman. I didn't really know her. She was the wife of a friend of a friend or whatever, and she was like talking about how they were booked Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I still remember the accent, too. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday for the next month. Like, oh, my God, we're just so... That's I,
0: that's prison. Yeah. You're, you're describing your prison schedule.
1: And when there was a, a an uncomfortable lull in the conversation, like I was supposed to say something, I kind of looked and said, I don't know, I just have, like, a nap tomorrow afternoon. That I <laughs> <have."> <laughs> Beyond that, well, I, I don't know. I'm going to watch I TV. Used, uh, I'm going to, I know I'm going to watch a lot of TV. I got that.
0: I I used to be like that. I used to like you know burn the candle at both ends. I was uh, I was working on a startup. I think I've told the story, but I would I was working with a development team in India, and I would it was a twelve hour difference, so I would stay up late in the night, which was the beginning of their day. So I'd go to sleep at about two three a.m. And then I'd get like three to four hours and get up at six or seven a.m to check their work. And I did this for about seven months, and I would and I would do this six, seven days a week. And I would just routinely just fall asleep. Like I'd sit down on the couch and I'd just fall asleep. And it came to a head when I was driving down the FDR. Uh, driving back, uh, driving to Long Island to drive the kids to something, and I had my my two boys in the car. I think they were like four and one at the time, or four and two. Driving completely awake, boom, fall asleep, like dead asleep.
1: Oh my and god! And
0: I woke up the last second before I was I was heading for the guardrail at about sixty miles an Ooh. hour.
1: Yeah, that's. And not
0: then good. I, uh, then I just said, Ah, you know what? I'm I'm not going to do this anymore.
1: Well, there's a rule, it's uh, uh, named after a guy, it's in the film industry, that you can't work more than 19 hours, like legally, they just cut it off, because he he died, I think he was a catering guy or something, craft services, something like that, he had worked like 22 hours, and he he fell asleep on his way home, and he crashed and died, so you know, because I mean, they'll work you, I remember working on this film, independent film, never got finished. And it was like hour 17. And the uh, it was just a disaster. The whole thing was a disaster. And they said, uh, all right, well, can we set up a 20 by? This is like 4 o'clock in the morning. Can we get a 20 by? A 20 by for our listeners is a 20 foot by 20 foot frame with a huge piece of cloth, which is rather dangerous, you know, if the wind catches it or something like that. Like it's a job to set this thing right. up. Right, yeah. And I just said, no, I was the key grip. And I was like, no, <laughs> this big argument ensued. I'm like, this is hour 17. I'm not asking these guys to set up a 20 by, give me a break. Like, let's get the hell out of here. My point being, uh, there are reasons there, there are unions and rules and things like that. Cause, uh, Hey, if somebody wants to work 24 hours a day, God bless them. Go right ahead. But, uh, for me, after about four hours, it gets very dangerous. I get exhausted. And oh
0: I... come on, Matt! Let's get honest here. Four hours? How about two?
1: Well, four hours. You start is...
0: to you start to putter out <laughs> once you get out. Go over an hour.
1: Four hours is my Gary V mode. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm Gary V in it. At <laughs> about three hours forty five minutes, I'm like, oh my god! Just but,
0: but what I but I, what I like about you, Matt, is you go hard out of the gate oh. and then. Instantly putter. Hard. So you're like at the line. You're like in a Ferrari. Oh yeah, talking a lot of shit. Oh. Revving the engine. Oh, and then once the green light goes on, you redline that, and then you the the car engine seizes and then stops, and that's where the excuses come.
1: Yeah, I I my, see. My pregame is amazing. My pregame, <laughs> my talking, jazzing, all the motivational talk. <laughs> You talking know, a very big game. Watch a 5 very minute, you know, Gary V uh, get after it grit video and then game time starts and I ooh, I just kind of lose interest, lose attention. <laughs> I can't focus.
0: Eyes glass uh, over.
1: Yeah, you know, it's worked for me so far pretty much. So, that's pretty good. Um, so you guys going into the Monday morning, you know, make the first 15 minutes count right then go, the rest of it go all out yeah. go hard yeah then the rest of it just kind of try to ride it on out try to cruise it on out you know
0: there's there's nothing wrong with coasting
1: no not at all not at all just go hard out of the gate see what I'm saying go hard out of the gate cuz then you give people the impression that you're all in and then it you know you can kind of gloss things over for the rest of the day it's good. That's a good strategy. Ooh.
0: Smoke, smoke and mirrors. The rest this? of the day.
1: Hard in the Paint, right? The first self help book. I'm, I'm on like chapter eight of that right now. Wrapping up chapter eight, going into chapter nine. <laughs> Right in my head, in my head. What,
0: right what is what is uh, is each chapter a sentence? Well,
1: it's it's all percolating. See, I've got it all strategy. Oh, nothing's
0: oh nothing's written down. No, it's no, just oh, no, no. <laughs> no it's
1: not. John, I'm an ideas man. Okay, I'm an ideas guy. <laughs> I throw them out there. I see what sticks up to the wall. You know, so harden the paint. Sequel hard out of the gate. Huh? Part two. Oh, now we're talking. See what I'm talking about with the ideas. <laughs> see what I'm talking about. Again? Now
0: we're talking. What I need. I could. I could see you on like Ellen, all the talk shows. Oh. Best-selling <laughs> author, Matt. How did you do? That? Like, how did how did these ideas come to you? The most the brilliance.
1: Interesting part of that would. Be to see how long that house of cards would stay up. For oh, the whole I, thing.
0: I would say it would stay up for years.
1: <laughs> I think it would just—it uh, would probably keel over once people <laughs> realize. Oh, can we get a copy of the book? Ah, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, uh, ah, yeah, uh, it, um, yeah, it's, it's at the publisher. Uh, <laughs> See, I dropped it off at Kinko's, and I'm waiting for them to copy it. You know how they are. They get backed up, boy. Bro. Yeah, Let copy
0: me... machines all jammed up. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah,
1: I got to order a new ink cartridge. I'm I'm printing it out <laughs> on my home uh, printer. But, oh, man, it's good. It is good. Well, there was a guy. You have to admire this guy. It just put me in mind of it. He wrote a book called A Million Little Pieces, and he was... Uh, it was an autobiography or a memoir, or whatever you want to call it. And he was this recovering addict, and he tells this heroic story of his recovery. And much of it was fabricated, as it turned out. Now he was on awesome. Oprah, he was on Oprah Winfrey, talking about this. Awesome, awesome. I think it had, it had received her O stamp, you know, for her book of the month or whatever it is she has. And this and that. He's up there, you know, talking this, that. Well, then they start contacting, like, the families of some people he's talking about. And no one knew who he was. The whole thing just collapses. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Hey, was was he uh, called out on air?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, he's he was called out um, very publicly. And I think he went on Oprah to apologize. And to me, this guy is just a sociopath. I mean, he just is a liar. He fabricated this whole thing. He, he claimed like he went to jail. I read the book before I understood that this was not true. I mean, parts of it are true. Like, I guess he had a drug and alcohol problem.
0: But he claimed he well, was... D- in- did he? did he... Because to me, I, I, I if someone embellishes a story... I'm I'm okay with that, as long as it's based on a factual story. Like, I went to Shanghai, China, and, you know, this, this happened, and I got really sick, and maybe you throw in some juicy details, right? Were these absolute, complete lies?
1: Well, okay. He claims he was in jail for, like, four months. He was in jail for, like, a couple of days. Like, it... See, I this is where nah, they,
0: that's not really that wouldn't fall under embellishment. Well, that even when you
1: under. when I read the book, I'm like, I don't know, this just doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. Like he like he was in Europe for a period of time while he was addicted to crack and he kind of glossed. Oof. Yeah, he comes from like a wealthy family and and this and wow.
0: that. Wow, addiction to crack is not good.
1: And then it um it it did get into that debate about like David Sedaris. Like I love David Sedaris. His books are meant to be taken as entertainment for the most part. As you say, like, stuff is thrown in for humor. It's based on some truth. And, you know, he was like, when they talked to David Sderis about it, he's like, well, I'm not trying to, like, sway people's opinions. or th- They're just stories. Whereas this guy, James Frey, that's his name, James Frey, he's on there selling. See, the thing is, too, he marketed this book as fiction. And then his publisher said, no, it's all sell better as nonfiction. So poof, it becomes oh. nonfiction. So Yeah. Well, we um. can get in a whole debate about that stuff, which we should on another podcast. But um folks, when you go in on uh to work, don't be afraid to <laughs> embellish a few things. Don't be afraid to outright lie.
0: Oh, I I wait for this happens to me at least once a week, if not once every day. I sit down with my manager, and uh, they call me out. John, this is a complete <laughs> fabrication. There's there, The report that you submitted is just complete fiction.
1: Yeah, and you just sit there with a blank look on your face. Like just a
0: blank look like, uh, yeah, I won't do that again.
1: Yeah, well, I try to come up with something like, oh, you know, I really didn't understand that new website or something. <laughs> something completely unrelated <laughs> that I don't. <laughs> oh, uh, gee, I, you know, just kind of, uh, you know. My, mine are not fabrications. Mine are pretty much omissions. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. And I have a pretty good arsenal of excuses for that stuff. So uh,
0: I think, you know, living your life with bouncing between omission and blaming others. Yes.
1: Is that, that's a holy grail right there. And you will become president of the United States. This is, <laughs> this is exactly what our president does. He lies. This is the playbook. He lies, he commits crimes, and he blames everyone else, and then my favorite all-time position is the victim. I love that one. Uh, oh. so it's brilliant. I mean, he I look, he he the way
0: he deals with opponents and the media and just there is he's always in the news. Yes. He's always he's mastered that. I mean he's a complete buffoon but he knows how to garnish attention and keep it.
1: And he's always lying. He's always, always. lying. And he gets always. away with it. He gets away with it. It's absolutely amazing. It is it's like a, it's like magic. It's
0: it's bra- it's brash.
1: Yeah, and it's like it's like a mind control. Like it's it's just unbelievable. No, I think that's
0: what it is. I almost think like he's like trying to control. Yeah. Like it's a form of control.
1: Yeah. Like, I'm just going to tell the most outrageous lies uh, that he claimed recently he fixed the VA. He didn't. Nothing has changed Jesus at the VA. Christ. Nothing. It's amazing. But,
0: but, he, but I wonder if he's just like doing this thing so he stays on, like top of mind of people. Or it's you almost know what I mean? like
1: he's pushing the envelope. Like, how, how much are they going to swallow? How much can I get away with? And just lie. Just well, and
0: then and then he I mean he goes to the extreme so then when he does something less extreme it's then then it's like oh, okay at least he didn't like yeah. <laughs> you know
1: <laughs> launch a do you know missile. what I mean yeah right yeah. right yeah, yeah. No, it, it's all part of his strategy so um take a lesson from our dear leader who I think he would love to be called our dear leader like Kim Jong-un is, he it, just, is oh. yeah
0: that's what they call Kim Jong-un <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, exactly yeah.
1: take a lesson from our dear leader. Uh, someone comes back at you. Someone comes, calls you out on a lie. Just go right over the top at them with another one. Just boom. Yeah, one up them. Yeah, absolutely. Martyrdom, victimhood. These are all very powerful strategies. Fake. Everyone's lying. Everyone is lying. Everyone.
0: I, 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 Matt, I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah,
1: yeah. There's a real. I mean, in fact,
0: this this might be another. This is such a good idea. This could be another master class.
1: So wait a minute. Hard in the paint. And then what was it? Oh, uh, hard out of the gate. Was it hard out of the yep. gate? Okay. Yeah. Hard out of the gate. All right. <laughs> got to nail the title down. <laughs> i got to go. See, step one, baby steps, hard in the paint, hard out of the gate. Okay. That's good. All right, folks. Well, um, be on the lookout for those two bestsellers. I'll probably release them simultaneously. Well, there'll be an announcement. That they are released. Whether they are actually released or not is, to me, kind of irrelevant. That doesn't really matter. Well, I
0: mean, I think you should set a date sometime yeah. maybe in, like, maybe 2080. Like, no, how old will you be in 2080? No no, no, no,
1: no, I'm going to set a date next month. And then when they don't oh, come next out, month. Oh. I'm going to start blaming you. Say so like, well, yeah, that's a good idea. That's the marketing idea. department at the Working Experience fell apart, and uh, just
0: put just keeps on pushing it professional back. Professional jealousy,
1: yeah. There's a lot of jealousy. John's still editing it; he just won't let it go. Yeah,
0: and, uh, he know. Matt sent the the uh, the book to me to proofread, yeah. and I deleted well, it out right. of spite. Uh, yep,
1: absolutely. Yep. I'm the victim <laughs> once again. Maddie K is the victim over here.
0: Always, always the victim.
1: All right, folks, enjoy your week. Um, Get your arsenal of excuses ready, and just try to slide it out till uh, Friday. No problem.
0: Love it. We love excuses on the Working
1: Experience. That's all right, everyone. Thanks for listening. All right, everybody. Thanks.
0: Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of the Working Experience. We'd like to thank our sponsors, One Circle Media and the Still Believe app. The only app that delivers video proof of the Tooth Fairy and Santa by simply taking a picture. Download the app at stillbelieve.co today and amaze your kids. And if you work for a studio, network, startup, or corporation and are looking for a partner to create media that will build, engage, and entertain your audience, reach out to me at john at onecirclemedia.com. I would love to hear from you. And that's it. The end. The sweet end. Until our next audio encounter.